Welcome to the Mustang Creek Podcast. We hope you enjoy today's message. I am excited about what the Lord has given me to share with you today. When you hear the talk faith, you're going to go, oh, no, man, what? But I'm telling you, I have been so excited. My insides just have been wanting to jump out because I get to talk about the topic of tithing today. Man, I'm, I'm telling you, we had a drop dead awesome service the first service I've, I've never been this excited about preaching about this topic in my entire life and I've been preaching for over 30 years man and I am so excited about what the Lord has shared with me this morning how many would say man I love having God involved in my finances it's an amazing, amazing principle of the Word of God. So would you stand to your feet this morning, and I'm going to preach uh, on the topic of tithing, both out of the New and out of the Old Testament. And I know some of you, I know some of you are going, huh, out of the New Testament? You mean, yes, the same principles that were in the Old Testament are in the New Testament. The, Old, the New Testament actually refers back to where it's talking about it in the Old Testament. It's just an amazing thing. Let me, let me share this with you though out of Galatian, uh, Galatians chapter 6 Paul is writing and he's writing the principle here and he says this let the one who is taught the word share all good things with the one who teaches do not be deceived God is not mocked for whatever would you say whatever whatever one sows that will he also reap for the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption but the one who sows to the spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life father thank you for your word today god i'm so excited help me help me to deliver your word the way that you would have it done not to taint your word one way or the other god just help me to deliver your pure word today in jesus name and everyone said amen Amen. You may be seated today. Listen, I, I want to give you this, this one overall statement. You know, they tell you in, in, uh, uh, when, you're, when you're going to speak, tell them, uh, tell them what you want to tell them, and then tell them what you're telling them, and then go back and tell them what you told them, right? And uh, that, that's one of the, uh, one of the speaking instructions in, well, when, when you're learning to, to speak. And so here's what I want to tell you. The overriding statement today is this. One has to see the value in the house before they can see the value in tithing to the house. One has to see the value in the house before they can see the value in tithing to the house. Now, listen, we're, here we are. We're at the end of our 21 days of fasting and praying. Now, now, we're not at the end of our reading. I felt like the Lord wanted us to read through the New Testament uh, in this first. January is the first. So we've been elevating God to first and, and uh, uh, thinking of, of giving him the first month and, and uh, uh, putting our focus on him first in this First month. Have y'all gotten, I'm talking about the first yet, right? And uh, so, uh, so that's what we've been doing. But I, I want to tell you something, and I do not say this lightly. Um, 
about middle way through uh, our time of fasting and praying, uh, it was on Tuesday night a week ago, and I was, uh, I was in bed, it was about midnight, and I had two visions back to back, and I want to tell you one of those today. And as I was, as I was laying there, I, uh, it was as though I was I was under the earth and I was looking up at the uh, at the floor or at the ground as you will and uh, and I'm looking up through uh, through what it appears to be the ground and I'm seeing all of these things that are that are just scattered across the ground I you know I couldn't tell was it trash was it uh, uh, was it uh, a harvest field was it you know uh, I, I I couldn't really tell what it was and I I kept looking, but then something caught my attention that was rising from beneath me. And I saw this dark figure, and I began to understand that it was a demonic spirit. And I saw the demonic spirit rise, and it began to eat what was on top of the ground, but it was eating it from below. And I heard these words. Listen to these words. I heard the words, kingdom money is easy money. And then all of a sudden, as I saw that demonic spirit retract down into the earth, I began to notice all of the things that I, had, I, I was seeing from beneath were gone. And when the, the, the demonic spirit went back down out of sight, I, I began to gaze up at the area that he had eaten. And all I could see was dearth everywhere. All I could see was drought. All I could see was barrenness. And, and, and the those words ring in, 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 in my ear, rang in my ear, and it was kingdom money is easy money. And I'm trying to figure out what in the world is that demonic spirit saying. And what I began to understand is because peop, the people of God do not understand the value of the kingdom and the value of partnering with God and the value of tithing into the storehouse when the storehouse is not full when the storehouse is depleted and the enemy devours because we as the kingdom kingdom kids are not directing our money or our finances investing into the kingdom whenever we do not do that the enemy sees kingdom money as easy money and then when kingdom is not there when the kingdom begins to flourish there's life everywhere you turn there's salvation everywhere you turn. There's the glory of God being spread because we're partners with God, right? Are you getting what I'm saying? But when we do not see the value in the house or the value in the kingdom and that money is not directed, the enemy comes and devours it and what he leaves behind is nothing but death. What a powerful, powerful thought that is. I, let me give you this statement. Tithing is God's system to grow His kingdom and to protect and increase His people. Let me read that again. Tithing is God's system to grow His kingdom and to protect and increase his people. 
Now, listen, I'm, I'm going to go through this, and, and I, am, I am so excited to share these thoughts with you that the Lord laid on my heart because I believe that if you ever, if you ever grasp on to the principles of the Word of God, it will change in every area of your life. If you'll grab a hold of the principles of the kingdom, it will make a difference. I'm telling you that if you're starting a business, don't start it without God involved in it. I'm just telling you, if you're on your job and you want a promotion and you're wondering why things are happening like they're happening, I'm telling you, get God involved in it. Get the principles of God involved in your finances and it will change everything. Look at this first, um, uh, look at this first statement I want to share with you. God's financial instructions have never been one-sided. Oh, y'all listen. God's financial instruction has never been one-sided. It's never, God has never said, all that I care about is my kingdom. Now, now preachers might, churches might, and I'm telling you today that God's kingdom, when God began to talk about finances, he never one time made it one-sided all about his, all about building his kingdom uh, it was always uh, an amazing partnership with God's people now now God led me over to to Haggai and I want to share I want to share some things out of that so we're going to read through a little bit of that um, uh, in chapter 1 verse 2 it says thus saith the Lord of hosts the people say the time has not yet come to rebuild the house of the Lord then the word of the Lord came by the hand of Haggai the prophet it is is it time for you yourselves to dwell in your paneled houses while his house lies in ruin there are people listen I, i've been doing this a long time and there are people that are always saying one of these days pastor i'm gonna start tithing Oh, y'all, come on now. It's okay. One of these, how many's ever heard somebody say, one of these days I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to obey God, right? One of these days I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to line up, up with what God's word says. Listen, um, here, here's, here's a principle for you. Tithing is not a leftover practice. You know, one of these days um, uh, when I have enough... Uh, I, I, I'll start tithing uh, one of these days. Um, you know, somehow I looked on the calendar. I saw Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I never did say see one of these days on there. Did y'all? Uh, uh, and I, I want you to get that tithing uh, is not a leftover principle. Uh, tithing, uh, we're talking about first. Um, uh, he says, honor the Lord with your Oh, y'all are almost awake this morning. Uh, y'all are the crowd that got to sleep late. Come on. Uh, he said, honor the Lord with your first fruits, right? Uh, so shall your barns. Uh, 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 they'll be filled and your vats overflowing. Uh, he said, if we'd honor him with our first. Listen, here's what I want you to understand. We're, we think this one of these days uh, when I have enough. And, and, uh, but God doesn't want the leftover. Uh, God wants to be honored with your first. Uh, I, I, this, is a, this is a strong statement. Uh, but tithing uh, is not a leftover practice. Uh, 
everything that pleases God has to be done out of faith. Faith. Tithing is a financial faith act. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Uh, tithing is a financial uh, faith act. Uh, listen, I, if, get this, get this. Faith is your access point to God. Faith is your access point to God. Listen, I, I know that your need, uh, uh, your, your need, uh, it, it, it'll get God's attention. Uh, uh, your, your weeping moves God's heart. Uh, I understand that. But it is your faith uh, that provokes God to get up off of His throne. Uh, it is not your weeping. It is not your crying. Uh, it is not your need. Uh, you can sit there and complain and say, one of these days, uh, you know, uh, well, when, when this happens or when that happens, uh, but until uh, you get up and act, faith uh, is uh, an act. Guys, uh, if you go over to James, the Scripture says in James, it says that uh, that uh, uh, Abraham uh, pleased God not just because of feeling uh, or because of emotion uh, or because of a belief system uh, but his actions uh, completed his faith faith is an act so listen here this is an amazing principle listen this morning y'all if y'all don't get it it's okay I'm having fun all by myself I'm telling you this morning whatever area you need God in right now operate in faith it doesn't have to be finances whatever it is it's your access point to God wow Scripture says, Whatsoever you sow, that also shall you reap. If you sow to the Spirit or sow to the flesh, you'll reap condemnation or destruction, excuse me, corruption. If you sow to the Spirit of the Spirit, you will reap. All right, look at this. We've been fasting, we've been praying, we've been elevating God uh, back in, and we've been elevating our spirit and pushing our flesh down. And so why shouldn't we be discussing the area of finances and putting God first? I, li listen to the words coming out of my mouth. God wants an access point to bless your finances. Oh man, y'all almost got that. God wants an access point to bless you on your job. God wants an access point to bless you as you start this new business. God wants an access point to bless you in that next deal, in that next contract, whatever it is that you do. God is looking for an access point to partner with His people. It's always a good time to obey God. Wow! Look, here's the next point. Look at this. I like this. That first point, God's financial instructions have never been one-sided. Remember that, okay? Never been. He said, 
Try me now herewith, saith the Lord of heaven, and see if I will not, right? Try me and see. It's it's never been a one-sided thing. It's always been a partnership thing. That's the way God operates, is he wants to bless his children. So number two, God is merciful in all of his instructions. God is not a tyrant, but a merciful teacher as he walks us into his fullness and into the fullnesses of fullness of his promise. Remember what John said. He said, and when the spirit of truth comes, um, he will guide you into how, how much? All. 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 He will guide you into all. Not, not just some truth, but he will guide you into all truth. So here's, here's a, a, a thought process. Why would God give us instructions for victory in every area but our finances? Why would he do that? He, he does it. He wants to walk us and guide us into all truth. God, God is such a merciful God. God is such a kind God. Listen, when, when I begin to uh, learn to operate in the, the gifts of the Spirit and, and tongues and interpretation of tongues, man, I would, I would miss it, y'all. I, you know, I was just young and dumb and, and uh, I, was, I was afraid and I just didn't understand and I would miss it and, and I'd just go home and I'd I'd weep before God. I'm so sorry, God. Uh, and, and God was such a gentle and kind uh, uh, a teacher, and, and He would just help me and instruct me and, and, and cause me uh, to know that it was okay. And He would just nudge me a little here and a little there and show me. You know what? I believe God uh, wants to bless you so bad, and He wants you to have victory so bad. Uh, God is not up there with a baseball bat beating you over the head. Now, if He's been dealing with you 20 years, he might be using a bat right now. I, 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 I don't know. But God is a merciful and a kind teacher. And he, he, he taught me the same way. He nudged me the same way in tithing and in giving. Uh, it was amazing. Uh, God wants, to, uh, wants you to be blessed so that, uh, watch this, um, he can multiply his kingdom and credit it to your account. Oh, man, y'all, come on. That's good. Uh, remember what Paul said? Paul said, uh, I'm not telling you this so, uh, so that uh, you might give some gift to me. He said, I'm telling you this uh, not because I need a gift, but because I want it to be credited to your account. Isn't that cool? He, 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 uh, God wants to bless you uh, so that um, he can bless other people uh, in need through you. God wants you to be blessed so that he can bless you uh, through your obedient sowing. God wants you to be blessed. Um, man, what a thought process. Look, watch the kindness and the gentleness of God as we, as we look back in Haggai. Look at chapter, uh, chapter 1, verse 5. It says, Now therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, watch his phraseology, if you will. Consider your ways. Mm. Consider your ways. You have sown much and harvested little. You eat, but you never have enough. You drink, but you never have your fill. You clothe yourself, 
but no one is warm. And he who earns wages does so to put them in bags with holes in them. Anybody ever felt like that before? Any, any, anybody ever felt like that, that you know, everything you... you uh, you, you keep getting a payday. You, you, you keep bringing home the money. But there ain't no bacon. How, how, how many understand what I said? You, 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 keep on, you keep on putting money in, but, but something keeps happening. How many, how many know what I'm talking about? Man, I, I'm telling you, uh, uh, you, you look at your bank account yesterday, and when you look at it today, you go, what happened? What in the world is taking place? Uh, I'll tell you what happened. Uh, Apple is starting to dip into your bank account. Uh, they got Apple Music, and they got an Apple charge for this, and they got an Apple charge for that how many know what I'm talking about and and the next thing you know no wonder Eve was deceived by the apple you know what I'm saying and, and, and anyway every, every time you turn around you think man I made a great deal on that we're going to be able to buy another house oh my gosh I'm going to get a new car and you look in the bag and you go what the heck and you work harder Listen, I, I, I know exactly what it's like. You, you work harder. And uh, uh, listen, you're working five days a week and five days a week isn't enough. So you think, uh, you know what? If, I, if I'll just do a little more, if I'll work six days a week uh, or if I'll go back to school and I'll get a little better education uh, or, you know, if I just uh, do this or if I just do that, uh, uh, there'll be more money there at the end of the week and, and I'll get ahead. Uh, and before you know it, um, you're working seven days a week uh, and your bank account uh, doesn't look any better than it did before. Uh, you're, you're eating, but you're not getting full. You're drinking, uh, but it doesn't satisfy. You're, you're clothing yourself, but you're not getting warmed. Uh, the, there's a principle there. And the Lord said, come, let's reason together and let's consider your ways. Isn't he great? What a thought process here watch this as he gently teaches in verse 7 thus saith the Lord of hosts consider your ways go up to the hills and bring wood and build a house that I may take pleasure in it and that I may be glorified says the Lord you looked for much and behold it came to little and when you brought it home I blew it away why declares the Lord because of my house that lies in ruins while each of you busies himself with his own house. Wow. Consider your ways. Remember all of your hard work. Remember the harder you worked, the less money that you had. The, the more you ate, the less satisfied you were. Remember how you were frustrated and nothing that you did worked. You've been busy about blessing you. Oh, come on, y'all. Busy. It, listen, it's that self-sufficiency. It's, it's that mindset of, I don't need God. God says, I'm not going to bless it. Watch this. Number three, our posture towards God's things determines God's posture towards our things. 
man. I, some of, somebody's going to get this in a minute, and you're going to jump up out of your seat and run around the church or something. I'm just telling you right now. If, if, you'll, if you'll get out of yourself right now, and oh, go preaching about money, I'm trying to help you this morning. God's trying to help you this morning. God's trying to reason with you this morning. God's trying to bless you this morning. I'm telling you, this is a supernatural principle of sowing and of reaping, and it works. It works. I promise you, it works. But our posture towards the things of God determines God's posture towards our things. He said, you sit there and you say, oh, one of these days, I'll help build God's kingdom uh, right now uh, I'm busy about building my kingdom with that kind of mentality it takes us out uh, of the realm of blessing uh, so, so here's some questions for you uh, do you care about the condition of God's house now, now listen, I'm not talking about this physical wood and brick and mortar and all that kind of stuff, all right? And yeah, that's part of it. But, but what I'm saying uh, here is, do you care uh, about the condition uh, of the kingdom of God? Or is it all about my kingdom? Because my posture towards God's kingdom will determine God's posture towards my thing, Right? What a, what a thought process. Uh, one has to value the house uh, before they can value tithing uh, to the house. The second question here is, do we care uh, if there's meat in the house? Remember what I was saying about the, uh, about the vision and, and how that there was uh, because the enemy came in and the children of God didn't direct. Uh, they didn't uh, see the value in placing uh, God's finances where it was supposed to go. The enemy began to come uh, and began to devour. Uh, and when there's no meat in the house, uh, then that means there's death in the house. Oh, oh my. Yeah. When there's death in the house, um, there's death in the neighborhood. Uh, when there's death in the neighborhood, uh, there's death in the city. Uh, when there's death in the city, there's death in the county, and there's death uh, in the state, and there's death in the nation. Uh, when the church uh, doesn't have life-giving food to give, uh, that is true life. Uh, he is truth. Uh, and when truth doesn't go forth, uh, and the kingdom uh, business uh, is not healthy, then there's nothing but death. Wow, do we care whether or not there's meat in the house or do we just care, simply care that there's plenty in my house? Oh, man. Y'all still love me, right? Man, the first crowd was sure a lot friendlier to me than y'all. I think there were more tithers in the first crowd than there are here. I'm, I'm, I'm going up against a hostile crowd right now. You know, the, 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 the jury's still out on whether or not pastor knows what he's talking about in this crowd, I guess. Uh, uh, but, but there's something powerful. See, I'm, I'm even going to get a little more personal. Uh, the, the, the last question there is, do we care about those who labor in the house? How many love the staff around here? Aren't they amazing? 
I mean, the staff are just incredible people that labor endless hours and work. I, I want to show you from the New Testament, the principle of the Old Testament. I told you I was going to preach from both the New and the Old. And the principle in the Old Testament of tithing uh, was to uh, uh, take care of the temple, make sure there was meat in the house, make sure the Levites and the priests and, and all of the worshipers and all of those that served at the altars and all of those that slayed the, that would uh, that would sacrifice the, uh, the, the things that were brought uh, were taken care of. Watch this. Um, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 9. He said, Am I expressing merely human opinion or does not the law say the same thing? If the law, listen, there are so many people that are so caught up because it tickles our ears and saying, well, you know, tithing, it's not really a, a principle. It's just something talked about in the Old Testament. I want, you to, I want you to hear this. If the Old Testament doesn't matter, why does Paul in almost every single sermon that he preaches uh, reaches back and grabs the law to verify what he's saying in the New Testament? What a, what a powerful thought. I, 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 I want you to get this. Um, uh, here's another powerful thought that needs to put that to bed. The, the, the thought that God uh, changed his mind from the Old Testament to the New Testament tells me that I have to go against another principle. The Word of God says that I am God and I change not. Uh, that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, right? Uh, and so uh, the thought process of old tithing was for back then. And God only cared about the condition of his kingdom back there and propagating the gospel back there is a falsehood. But watch this. Um, he says, does not uh, the law say the same thing? Uh, for the law of Moses says, uh, you must not muzzle an ox to keep it from eating uh, as it treads out the grain. Uh, God's word, was God thinking only about the oxen when he said this? Uh, wasn't he actually speaking to us? Uh, yes, uh, it was written for us uh, so that the one who plows and the one who threshes uh, the grain might both uh, expect a share of the harvest. Since we have uh, planted spiritual seed among you uh, aren't we entitled to a harvest uh, of physical food and drink uh, and if you support others who preach uh, you shouldn't uh, uh, shouldn't we have even a greater right to, to be supported. But uh, we have never used this right. Uh, we would rather be put, uh, uh, we would rather put up uh, with anything than be uh, an obstacle to the God, to the good news about Christ. Uh, don't you realize that those um, who work in the temple get their meals from the offerings uh, brought to the temples uh, and those who serve in the altar get their share of sacrificial offerings uh, in the same way the Lord ordered that uh, those who preach the good news around uh, should be supported by those who benefit from it now let me pause right here and say this uh, whether you start tithing today or whether you double or triple your tithe or whatever that is uh, you, you come alive in this principle and you go wow that's what I've been missing. I'm not going to get another red dime. I want you to understand that today. I want to encourage you. I, the reason I'm so excited about this is because a lot of people just get up and say, you got to tie to the house. The house needs the tie. We're, gonna, we're not going to be able to pay. Our, we're paying our bills just fine and they're all on time. 
I'm trying to tell you there's a way, there's a principle for you to be able to step in to the fullness of what God wants to do and bring victory to your finances. Uh, may I, I, I just put that Old Testament, New Testament thing to bed. Uh, listen, uh, God still cares about his kingdom and God still cares uh, about the condition of your finances. It's never been a one-way thing. Number four. We get to choose our financial future. <clears throat> we get to choose our financial future. Look, I, I promise you that the principles of God work. I promise you with all of my heart, the principles of God works. Faith in God's word Works. It's uh, listen. Your your salvation doesn't work without faith. You being filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit doesn't work without faith. Healing doesn't work without faith. Finances don't work without faith. Are, are you hearing what I'm saying? It, it is a supernatural principle of the Word of God. And uh, as we start this new year of 2022 out, uh, I'm telling you, uh, if you will latch on to this principle of the Word of God and step into obedience, uh, God sees after His Word to perform it, uh, and He'll not let one of His words fall to the ground. We get to choose our financial future. Obedience or disobedience. Look at, look at what the scripture says here in Haggai. Let's look at verse 10. Therefore the heavens above you have withheld the dew and the earth hath withheld its produce. And I have called for a drought on the land and the hills on the grain and the new wine and the oil on what the ground brings forth on man and on beast and on all their labors. You ever feel that way? No matter what you try, you just can't get ahead. No matter what you try, you just can't catch a break. No matter what you do, seems like you're beating your head against the wall. The question is, am I working with the favor of God or against the favor of God? Am I working with God's hand of blessing on me or am I trying to do it in my own flesh? In my, am I trusting, listen, am I trusting my ability to feed my kids? Am I trusting my personality and my talent and my skill to build my business? Am I trusting myself to build a future and to put back enough for retirement? 
Or do I really know who my source is? Do I really, am I working with the favor of God or against the favor of God? So he said, when you're walking in disobedience, you can sow more and have less. You can work harder and see less results. Eat more and be less satisfied. Or you can walk in obedience. And look at this, man, I love this. Verse 12. Remember I said, God's such a kind and gentle teacher. Verse 12, he says this. And Zerubbabel, the son of Shalatil, and Joshua, the son of Jehoshaphat, the high priest, with all the remnant of the people, obeyed the voice of the Lord their God. And the words of Haggai, the prophet, as the Lord their God had sent him. And the people feared the Lord, and Haggai, the messenger of the Lord spoke to the people with the Lord's message and he said this I am with you declares the Lord I how, how many would like to have that that in your finances I am with you oh come on man I am your partner I am your source. I am your deliverer. I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. Come on now. Y'all are missing this, man. I... That scripture in Galatians, he says, if you sow to your flesh, of the flesh, you're going to reap corruption. If you sow to the Spirit, you're going to reap of the Spirit, everlasting life. Listen carefully. I, I'm, I'm not condemning, I'm, I'm not scolding. I want to be like the master this morning and I, I want to be so gentle in teaching. I don't want to taint the word of God. This morning, I want you to hear my heart. God has no problem with that nice house that we live in as long as we honor Him first. Otherwise, we buy the bigger house and we drag the ball and chain of debt and we're still not satisfied because it's not big enough it's not nice enough. It needs another paint job. Come on now. That nice new car, it doesn't satisfy, so you got to go out. Even though you're upside down, you got to go out and trade it in again. Parents, Listen, I, I don't know what the I don't know what the latest greatest sneakers are. I don't know what the latest greatest 
jeans are. You know, back in my day, way back in the day, they were Jordash. You know, you were wearing Jordash. You were, you were fly. You know, uh, fly wasn't even, that was just a bug on the wall back in my day. But, but, but you guys have lost your ever-loving mind. You spend hundreds and thousands of dollars to send your kid to school so they be blinging out. I don't want anybody. I went to school and I didn't have nothing and everybody made fun of me. Ain't nobody gonna make fun of my kids. I want my kids to fit it. You turned out all right. Bless your heart. And they'd be looking fly. They can't quote a single scripture in the Bible. They don't know how to pray. They don't know who their God is because all you can do is find time uh, to go to work uh, and buy them bling, uh, but you don't ever have time uh, to, to sit down and do a devotion. You can't bring them to youth. You can't bring them to children's church because uh, you'd be working on Wednesday night. And you're sowing to the flesh, and of the flesh you're going to reap corruption. But when you begin to elevate, see, when you see value, you, 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 can't, uh, you can't see value in tithing to the house if you don't value the house. You can't see uh, value in the kingdom, you won't tithe to the kingdom. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, and, and so whatever you value, that's what you're reaping back. And you want to know, why are my finances in the condition they're in? Why are my children in the condition they're in? Why are my family in the condition they're in? And it's because you're... You're self-sufficient and you hadn't learned the power of partnership with God. But I, please get this. I want the master to see the position of my heart. And the position of my heart determines the position of his heart towards my finances. The, uh, the posture of my heart towards his thing determines his posture towards my thing. And when I turn the posture of my heart and I begin to elevate God to first in every area, including my finances, the word said they turned and they obeyed and the word of the Lord came back and he said, I am with you. That means now when I go up to the mountain and I bring the wood back down, he's going to blow on it. That means when I go and I sow into the ground, uh, listen, listen, listen. There's one principle. Listen, it, it's the same in the natural as it is in the physical. If I want beans, I need to sow carrots. If I want barley, if I want wheat, I sow potatoes, right? What soever you sow, that also shall you reap. If you sow to the flesh, of the flesh 
You're going to reap corruption. But if you sow to the Spirit, of the Spirit you shall reap. Would you stand to your feet with me today? I, I, I'm going to ask you to do something. I, I want to start this year out right with you this morning. I, I, I believe with all my heart. I, I'm telling you, I've been so excited about preaching this message. I just, I wanted to burst. I just couldn't wait to get here to be able to share this word with you today. I believe that there are people in this house that if you've been feeling this nudge and this tug about starting a business, about changing occupations, I, I believe that the Lord, if you'll posture your heart right, the Lord is saying, I am with you. Listen, here's, I, I, I just need y'all to get this. We don't even pass offering plates around here anymore, y'all. It's between you and God. I'm not taking up an offering. I'm trying to show you where victory is. Where breakthrough is. I'm trying to show you that there's a principle that God will rebuke. Let, let, can I be real with you today? Can I be real? I, I'm ticked off right now. I'm ticked at the devil. Because here's what I know. When God says something, that's the way it is. And when the enemy, I listen, I'm telling you, I'm a giver. I, I am a giver. I, I'm telling you, I look for a waiter. I look for a waitress. I listen for the moment God says, there, right there, go give them, go tip them 50 bucks. I'm going and I'm going right then. My meal may have only been 13 bucks, but I'm going and I, I, I'm telling you, I've been in a restaurant and the, the little bus boy that's running around and nobody sees and nobody pays attention and nobody appreciates I've had the Lord more than once say, go bless that young man and I'll run across the store and bless him because I want to be in the favor of the Lord with everything that comes through my hand. Let me tell you something. When the enemy starts jacking with my finances, I get angry. I, listen, come on now. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm telling you, principle this morning, because I stand on the Word of God. And the Word of God says that if I'll prove Him, He'll open the windows of heaven and He'll pour out a blessing that there's not room enough to contain and that He will rebuke the devourer for myself. And right now I'm ticked off because my car is in the shop. When something like that happens in my finances... I bow up. I, I bow up at the devil. I'm like, huh? No, wait a minute. Hey, this ain't right. You have no right here. Lord, 
you said that you would bless me. You said you would open the door. You said you would rebuke the devourer for my sake. And this ain't right. God, I'm a tither. I'm a giver. I'm obedient in my finances. And I don't know how this thing is going to work out. But this one thing I know is that you are faithful to your word. And I'm standing in faith. And I'm not going to let the enemy get by with this one. I want you to get it. Whatever represents your finances. I want you to get. I want you to get. If it's a debit card, if you're watching at home, get get it out. If it's a checkbook, get it out. If it's your purse or your wallet, get it out. If you've got a, a one debit card that represents your business and one credit card or debit card that represents your personal bank account, get it out. I'm not taking an offering, but I want the privilege. I want the honor of being able to be the one that prays over your finances. Whether you're watching online and you need a miracle and you're in debt up to your eyeballs, I'm telling you uh, right now uh, see well you know what another reason I'm so ticked off uh, is that uh, on Tuesday night when I do my bills uh, I'm going to write the next to the last check uh, on that Jeep Grand Cherokee uh, one more payment uh, and it's going to be paid off uh, because I've been honoring God with my finances uh, and I'm going to walk uh, in freedom uh, I'm going to walk uh, debt free uh, if it hair lips all of hell uh, I'm going to walk uh, in that freedom because uh, he rebukes the devourer for my sake. And you can too. If you will allow me today, if you say, I, I want to posture my heart the way they did in Haggai's day. I want to posture my heart. I want to step into 2022 and see favor and financial breakthrough like I've never seen it before. I'm going to ask you to come and come across the front of this building. Bring that representation of whatever it is. Bring that representation. Matter of fact, um, I, 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 I've got a third thing here that, uh, that I'm, I'm going to honor God with this morning. I, I'm telling you, I want, to, I want the Lord uh, to cause 2022 to be a year like you've never seen before. To be a breakthrough like you've never seen before. I'm telling you, this thing works. I'm telling you that uh, that this, if you ever catch this, uh, this excitement, uh, it's, it's catching. Uh, it's catching. It's amazing uh, when you partner with God, uh, what God will do. Uh, so this morning, uh, I'm just going to ask you, if all over this place, just begin to lift up. Uh, lift up whatever it is that represents your finances. Uh, and say, God, right now, uh, I'm posturing my heart. Uh, right now, I'm posturing my heart in, in obedience. Uh, right now, everything I have is yours. Uh, right now, uh, God, I, I, I surrender it to you. Uh, right now, in the name of Jesus, uh, I'm believing for breakthrough. Uh, right now, uh, Father, right now for businesses. Uh, right now for new businesses. Uh, God, there are those that are tired of traveling. Uh, God, you can fix that. There are those that are tired of moving. Uh, 
Father, you can fix that. Uh, Father, they don't have to uproot their family uh, every time they need a promotion or every time they need a little more money. Uh, God, I'm believing you uh, for something supernatural. Uh, God, I'm asking you for favor uh, on that new business. Favor uh, on that new promotion. Favor uh, on that career change in the name of Jesus, Lord. Uh, I'm believing you, uh, Lord, that uh, from this day forward, uh, it won't be like uh, a bags with holes in it, God. Uh, it won't be working more and bringing home less. Uh, God, it'll be favor. Uh, it'll, it'll be amazing. Uh, God, because you'll rebuke the devourer. Uh, because you'll open the windows of heaven, God. Uh, Father, because we care about your thing, uh, you care about our thing. Uh, God, because we care about your house, uh, you're going to do great things in our house. Uh, Father, in the name of Jesus, you said, uh, if we sow unto the flesh of the flesh, we'll reap corruption. Uh, but if we had sown unto the Spirit, God, uh, that of the Spirit, uh, we would reap. Uh, Father, I don't care if it's fixed incomes. Uh, God, I don't care what it is. Uh, God, from this day forward, we don't need welfare. Uh, from this day forward, we don't need food stamps. Uh, God, from this day forward, uh, our application will rise to the top of the stack. Uh, from this day forward, we'll make the connections uh, with the right people. From this day forward, uh, you'll bring customers, God, uh, that will bless uh, and not curse. Uh, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I'm believing you for financial breakthrough, for financial breakthrough, for financial favor, for financial blessing in every investment, God. In every investment, God. Father, you'll rebuke the devourer for our sake. In the name of Jesus, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord. We'll be an obedient people, God. We'll be an obedient people. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, would you just worship Him? Would you just thank Him in advance right now? Thank Him in advance. Thank Him. Come on. Come on. Come on. Just bless Him this morning. Bless Him this morning. Guys, listen, some of you, you've been walking under such a weight of financial burden. I want you to walk out of this place with your head held high. And I want you to keep reminding yourself, God's on my side. God is for me. He is not against me. God is with me. God is with me. I walk in favor from this day forward. I walk in. God is blowing his favor. God is blowing. He is kissing what I put my hands to. God is giving me where I'm putting the sole of my feet. I want you to begin to walk in that kind of boldness, in that kind of faith. I want you to turn your ear to heaven and say, God, when you tell me to bless somebody, I'm going to bless them. When you tell me to do something, it doesn't belong to me. It's yours. The moment you tell me to do something, I'm going to walk in obedience. And I'm telling you that God is going to give you the breakthrough. You're going to see a harvest like you've never seen before if you will posture your, your heart right before God. Man, y'all, I'm telling you, I, I wished I had a, a handheld mic so I could just drop the mic right now. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, I love the Word of God. I love the principles of God. They are yes and amen.
I love you. Thank you for watching us online. Thank you for joining us in the house. You're a beautiful crowd this morning. I love you. God bless you. You're dismissed. We hope you've encountered the Spirit of God during this podcast. If you've decided to follow Jesus, or if you need prayer for any reason, click the link in the description below. We are located on the east edge of the Dallas Metroplex and would love to host you in person. Plan your visit now at mustangcreek.org forward slash plan your visit.